All right. Are we recording? I see the numbers going up. So it's time to start the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Yes. Wow. The fastest podcast on earth, hosted by yours truly, Dave Canyon, your one and only solo host for this and every podcast. Excellent. Have a seat. Everybody calm down. Welcome to the Dumbcast, everybody. Hello, dum-dums. Great to have you here as I trek down the New York State Thruway in my porta potty, portable potty, my potty where I do my podcast. Actually, it's a dumb cast. I like calling it a dumb cast, but we've been through that many times. Hey, everybody, it is September, September, uh, let me see, 18, 19, just the 21st, the 21st of September, 2016. It is 6-0, not O. I don't do O's. If I do O's, I, I, I always regret it. It's 6-0-5 a.m., and uh, I am leaving my job. I'm headed home. And uh, it was a nice, quiet night. I went out west. And uh, where, where's west, Dave? Well, west for me would be Rochester, New York. I was in Syracuse and then Rochester. And it was a nice, quiet trip. It's nice to have a night where I don't have to negotiate negotiate the, uh, the uh, southern part of the New York State Thruway. I don't have to negotiate uh, Route 17 in New Jersey from Mawa down to Paramus. If anybody is listening to this dumb cast and is not from this area, you don't know what I'm talking about. But just take my word for it. These are all very busy roads. I don't have to negotiate Route 4 up to the George Washington Bridge. I don't have to negotiate the George Washington Bridge or the Cross Bronx Expressway, which is sometimes the Cross Bronx parking lot. Sometimes it's the Cross Bronx Speedway. You never know how it's going to go. And then, uh, that's a crazy road. And then the Throg's Neck Bridge. I don't know what a Throg is or Throg's Neck, but that's the name of the bridge. Throg's Neck goes over the Long Island Sound. I'm not even sure if it's the Long Island Sound at that point, but it goes over something, some body of water. And then I have to get on the Clearview, which is usually a nice ride. Um, now that it's been paved, a lot of the roads I travel on have been paved, which is fantastic. Because otherwise, I'm getting jostled around. Now, and uh, uh, I'll get back to this. And then, uh, and then, last but not least, the Long Island Dragway, insane road, insane. If you're, if you are the uh, weak of heart, faint of heart, whatever they call it, if you're not a good driver, do not go on the Long Island Dragway. If you do go on the Long Island Dragway, please stay in the right lane. Stay in the right lane. Don't hover in the middle, you morons. I'm not even going to call you dum-dums. You're a moron if you're one of those people that just hovers in the middle lane with no purpose, no sense of purpose, no sense of direction, nothing. You just sit there and you clog everything up. Everybody has to go around you on the left or the right. Horrible. Don't do that. Bad. Bad driver. Always go to the right. Keep right unless you're going to pass on the left. Then always move back to the right. That's right. Always move back to the right. Anyway, uh... Yeah, a lot of the roads I travel have been paved. Uh, a couple years ago, everything was horrible. New York City, New Jersey, 
upstate New York, everything was horrible. It was I don't know how I made it this far. I don't know how a lot of guys made it this far with you know, we have bad backs and we have uh, all other ailments and problems uh, because of these horrible roads. Uh, I've heard Mr. Trump refer to it during his campaign as third world roads. And yes, some of them are horrible. A lot of it's been paved. Would I say 50%? Hmm. I don't know what the number is. I know a lot has been paid and you can tell. I mean, of course you can tell. But I could tell how much easier my night goes when I get to drive on roads that have been paved. It's just a different experience. You know, it's a just totally different experience when you're gliding down the road as opposed to being jostled. Now, when I say jostled, hear me out. It's not like bump, a bump, bump, a bump. Like sometimes you'll go down a highway and it'll have this rhythm like like that or bump, 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 bump. Bump, bump, whatever the rhythm is because of the way the, the pattern of the road, the way it's been laid down. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about absolute third world uh, jostling. There was a movie years ago made um, by uh, uh, William Friedkin. William, I think it was William Friedkin. I'm almost positive. He's uh, one of my favorite directors. William Friedkin. And... Um, the movie was called Sorcerer with Roy Scheider from Jaws. And in this movie, these guys have to drive these trucks filled with this explosive chemical. They have to drive these trucks from one location to another for whatever reason. I forget the whole story of the movie. But you see these guys getting jostled around. Now, the roads that I'm on, as bad as that, well, somewhere in the, in the middle. You know, and when that seatbelt, but I hate seatbelts now. I know you're not supposed to say things like that, but I do. I say things like that. That's what makes Dumbing It Down with Dave so outrageous. What a crazy show. What I do, the things I say. I hate seatbelts. I hate them because I sit in these vehicles and I get jostled around. And you would think I would take comfort in the seatbelt keeping me safe and holding me up against the chair. But I don't. It hurts me. And it chokes me. And it rubs against my neck. The edge of the seatbelt rubs against my neck. And there's no adjustments. I know you're thinking, why don't you just make an adjustment? There's no adjustments. Whatever adjustments there are, it's not enough. The only adjustment that I can do to make my seatbelt not bother me is to not wear it. And I shouldn't shouldn't have to. It shouldn't be a law. I disagree with the law. I disagree with the seatbelt law. I think you should be responsible and accountable for your actions. And if you so choose to wear a seatbelt, God bless you. If you don't, well, God bless you too. You get into an accident, you become a projectile, you fly through the front windshield, that's on you. Yeah, you can go hit somebody else and damage them or kill them or whatever. I understand that. But if you drive safely, if everybody drove safely, then you wouldn't need seatbelts. Or you wouldn't need a law. Dumb law. Invading my privacy in my vehicle. I know I'm on their roads. I'm on government roads. Well, whatever. And I've never liked the law ever since I was a kid. I never understood how you could tell me what to do in my car. I mean, really. If you want to talk about safety, let's just talk about getting rid of everything that's a distraction. Every radio. Every cigarette lighter. 
everything that's colorful in the car, all these crazy cockpit uh, dashboards that we got going on, and that stupid reverse TV, that camera, ay ay ay. You can't back up a car, you need a camera? What a stupid moron you are. Yeah, I said it. Oh, I just lost a listener? Well, I don't care, I didn't have a listener. Backup camera. Ridiculous. How big is your car that you can't see the back of the car? How big is it? What do you got, like a like five Lincolns? Five, what do you got? To do? I drive doubles. I drive tractor trailers down the road. Yeah, I'm a professional, but that's not, you know, I back up at the docks. And wherever I'm backing up, there usually isn't a person. So I don't have to worry about it. Some guys have to back up in the streets of New York City. Yeah, that could be a little bit tough. But they do it. They do it without a stupid camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. All these things that we do that are supposed to make life simpler or quicker or, or more convenient. You know, if you think about it, if I had the time to list all these things, I think all they do is make us dumber. Dumber and dumber and dumber. And I'm not just saying that because that's the theme of the show. You know, dumbing it down with Dave. I'm not just saying that. Think about all these things that we do. And then we don't know how to take care of ourselves. Because we're just getting dumber and dumber. We're just getting further and further from day one of this planet. Where humans were involved in self-preservation. You had to hunt. You had to, you had to, you had to make things. You had, you had to be resourceful. Forget about hunting. You had to be resourceful. You had to learn how to plant corn, whatever. You had to learn how to do all these things to stay alive. And now we have to do less and less. Less and less we have to do every day, every year. There's less we have to do to stay alive. There's less thinking we have to do into the things we do. Laundry. You got these machines that are high tech. No thought. Microwave, no thought. Toaster oven, a little bit of thought, but not too much. Uh, you know, these high tech cars, televisions, it's uh, cell phones. It's a lot of high tech taking away your thought process, your memory, you know, because everything is stored, everything is uh, accessible just by speaking, like in Star Trek. And then they say, computer, what's the uh, da-da-da-da-da, whatever the question is. Computer would give them an answer. Like Siri. And I don't think we're using this technology for good. I don't know if we're using it for evil. I just don't know what good is coming from all of this. Except a much faster-paced society that doesn't seem to accomplish anything except creating things that need a recall. We're constantly... Calling stuff. Did I have that window open the whole time? My apologies. Yeah, we like to create things that need a recall. We like to have things with safety hazards, especially for children. We still somehow come up with things with lead paint. I guess those are the things that come from China. We still let China infect our children with lead paint. I'm not trying to sound like a bitter old man. I just have an observation that the more technologically advanced we get the dumber we get because we don't know how things work we just know if we press a button it'll do it for us and one of these days yeah yeah we've heard this before Dave 
One of these days, when we don't have this technology, we're not going to know what to do. Or there'll be a, a few select few, a few select few, yes, a select few that will know. You know, there'll be captains out on ships. They'll be out in the sea, in the Navy. They'll be out in the sea, and they'll know how to navigate by the stars. You don't need to know how to navigate by the stars. I don't even know, I don't even know if the Navy even requires that knowledge anymore. It's been, uh, been out for 30 years. They might have phased out using a sextant. You ever hear of a sextant? Just like it sounds. Sextant. Sextant. That's how you used to navigate by the stars. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Uh, I don't know. Who knows what about clouds and weather and forecasting? I don't know what anybody knows about anything in the Navy. Uh, I don't know if these kids today, do they even write? Do they even learn how to hold a pencil? That's very important, I think, to the thought process. To have a thought go from your head, down your neck, down your spinal cord, to your arms, to your hands, to the paper, to your eyes. To see the letter being written. To see the word being put together. To see the sentence, the structure of the sentence. And then the, the, the main idea of the paragraph and the paragraph and you know the, the, the second paragraph and the, and the story and the turning of the page. There's something to be said about manual, manual labor, manual knowledge to write. I'm concerned about the future of this country as we have kids that no longer use a pencil or a pen or a crayon and also, you know, tying the shoes. These are all very basic things. That I think kids need to be doing. Ay, 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 ay. I had no uh, thought in my head when I hit the record button. This just came right out. Came right out. So, that's how the show goes. And I've been recording for 13 minutes. And if I choose to, I can go another 16, 17 minutes. Or I can just stop it here. Do I have anything else on my mind? I have nothing else on my mind. I'm on my way home. It's getting darker and darker later and later in the morning. No more going home in the sunshine. That's fine with me. I mean, I'd rather, because I know there's nothing I could do about it. I mean, it's not fine with me. I'd rather it be daylight all the time, except when I'm sleeping, like from eight to four o'clock. Um, and, you know, eight o'clock in the morning to four in the afternoon, or so nine to three or something like that. Sometimes during the day, of the day, I like it to be dark. But it's not going to be dark when I sleep. It'll always be daylight. But I bought a mask. I bought one of those sleep masks. So that seems to be working pretty good. Uh, I've only used it one night so far. And I can't say I got a great sleep. But uh, it wasn't because of the mask. I don't know why. I woke up after three hours. Went back to sleep. Woke up after two hours. And then I couldn't go back to sleep. I don't know what happened. I don't know what, I don't know what went wrong. What went wrong with my sleep? I need sleep. Very important. But, uh, yeah, I like daylight. And I like when it gets, it stays lighter later. It stays lighter later in the summer. I love that. When the sun doesn't set until like 8.30, 9 o'clock. That's fantastic. Not good if you want to go to the drive-in movie. Because I can't start the drive-in movie until it starts getting dark. So, it's a late, late night. Very late. If you go into the drive-in in the middle of the summer. Very late shows. You got to go early in the spring. Or late, in the, you know, like early in the fall or something like that. Like now, I think the drive-in is still open. I'm not really sure when they 
have the very last weekend. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I didn't go this year. I don't think I went last year either. I don't. I don't. Even, I don't recall going to the drive-in. When I first moved upstate, we went to the drive-in all the time, all the time, a couple times a year. It's fantastic. Double feature. Five dollars when I first moved up here twenty years ago. It was five dollars. I couldn't believe it. So, wow, this is great. Two movies for five dollars. Then uh, you know it went up, it went up, it went up, it went up. Now it's like eight or nine dollars, which is still a great price. It's still a great price for a first-run movie and a second, uh, almost first-run movie. Usually the second movie is not that far off, not that far off from the first-run uh, headlining uh, show movie. But I haven't gone. And you know what? Movies suck these days. Boy, Dave, you're not very happy this morning. No, I am. I'm just making a point that these movies have been sucking. I wanted to go see Sully the other night with Tom Hanks. I'm sure it's a great movie. I know a couple of people have seen it and I've heard reviews. Everybody says great. It's probably the same movie that Flight was. Remember Flight with Denzel Washington? Same movie, but with a white guy. Same thing. Guy does something heroic, and then people want to put him in jail or whatever. They want to they want to crucify him for making a dangerous maneuver. And uh, in this movie, uh, Sully's not an alcoholic. And the other movie, the whole thing was the guy was an alcoholic. And he was drinking. And I think he had cocaine in the system. Not good. Not good. But he still did an incredible thing. Uh, so... Uh, I didn't go. We didn't go. My wife and I. We didn't go see Sully. We were tired, and we didn't go. Five dollars on Mondays to see one movie, but it's in a theater, and you see it with a crowd, and it's kind of fun. But you know what? I'll wait till Redbox. I'll wait till Netflix. I'll wait. It's it's not that big of a deal. Am I am I less in love with movies than I ever used to be? In love is a strong word. Do I like movies less than I used to be? Well. When they suck, I like them less. When they're good, I like them more. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Duh. You like them more when they're good? Yes. Not as much when they suck? No. I don't. I'd rather watch TV. And even then, I don't want to do that. I just saw a new show. What was it? With Kevin James. Remember him? From King of Queens? There's that TV show called Kevin Can Wait. You know, like heaven can wait. But in heaven can wait, it was all about dying too soon. It was all about whoever was in charge of you dying killed you too soon. And they had to put, uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but they had to put Warren Beatty in, a, in another body. And he wanted to play football. But this is called Kevin can wait. But nobody's dying. All he did was retire. And supposedly he was a cop. So, and Mike and Molly, uh, the guy was a cop. It was an overweight cop. I am assuming Kevin James was somewhat of an overweight cop, which makes you think, geez, don't these police forces have some sort of criteria for physical fitness? If you're a cop, shouldn't you be quick and agile and strong? Shouldn't you not be overweight, battling, you know, high blood pressure and obesity? I don't know why you would let a cop get like this. Shouldn't those cops be behind a desk or handling traffic? They shouldn't be in a cop car, should they? I don't know. I don't want to sound like uh, whatever, something bad that people would get upset about, but 
I'm just saying, if, if I'm out there, I need a policeman's help. I want a guy that can run. I want a guy that can, you know, has endurance. You know, Mike from Mike and Molly is not exactly in great shape. Uh, Kevin James, I think he's a strong guy, but I don't know if I want this guy chasing down a criminal. Anyway, Kevin can wait. Not good. Bad. They forced a lot of jokes. They do this all the time with the, the premiere episode. They want to hit it out of the park. Bang, bang, bang. With jokes. Instead of character development. So I give it a thumbs down. Show number one. Too soon. Too soon to know exactly how this is going to go. I don't even know who's in charge of the show. If these are good people or not. But there was a show... I think on ABC just like this last year and it was starring the guy I think it was ABC could have been any other network I have no idea starring the guy whose name I always forget but the guy who uh, was in Rules of Engagement got a great voice and a great look and he should be Oscar in The Odd Couple instead of that guy from Friends there's another terrible show The Odd Couple terrible what's wrong with these people they should be consulting Dave Canyon. I make things right. So Kevin can wait. No good. Too many jokes first episode. Too many forced jokes. Too many forced situations. Just rapid fire crap. Oh yeah, yeah. Terrible. My wife and I sat there like, uh. Not to mention, you're sitting there waiting for Le- uh, Leah Remini to come back. Why not just do King of Queens part two? Now that it's ten years later, their kids are grown or kid and the you know author still lives with them it would be great what's why wouldn't you do that just just bring it back yeah that's what I say bring it back those guys were great together but this wife on this show Kevin can wait I don't know her real name and I don't even know her name in the show but uh, it doesn't matter uh, she's too young she seems to be too pretty and too young for him which, you know, that's what the Leah Remini story was, that she was too pretty, too you know, not too young. She was just as young as he was back in the day. But but they do that all the time with these shows. Every every TV wife is too good-looking for the husband. Every one of them. So, whatever. Okay, that's it. Oh, I just yawned. I've been on the air for 20... On the air. I've been doing this show for 20 minutes. I don't have to do a half hour. And I don't even know what this sounds like because I'm using a new, yet another new Bluetooth. Uh, no, this is wired. This this microphone is wired. Like me, I'm wired up. All right, folks. What did we learn today? Did we dumb it down? We dumbed down uh, motor vehicle safety with the seatbelts. And we dumbed down uh, Hollywood. <laughs> Talking about Kevin James. And his horrible new show. We talked about driving movies, and we talked about. Uh, that's it. We talked. That's what we talked about. It was good. Nice and short. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I don't remember what number episode this is. This could be episode number twenty-six. Who knows? Who cares? Stupid thing numbering episodes. Who numbers these things? Just stupid podcasters. Got to number it. Got to prove to the world. That we, we could do shows so we number them. One of these days we're going to look back and go, oh yeah, yeah, I can't believe we numbered all those shows. But 
Anyway, uh, so thank you for tuning in. Let's see if I can get this right. Good day, good night, goodbye, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, 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 and great skills. Take care, everybody. And now, a cheap effect. <laughs> there we go. I was supposed to have already hit that before. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll see you next episode. Bye. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, ho, ho. almost forgot. Comedy Pipe. Comedy Pipe. You got to watch and listen to Comedy Pipe. It takes place on, uh, uh, on the internet. Yes. Wednesdays at 8 o'clock in New York. Wherever you are in the world. If it's Wednesday and it's 8 o'clock in New York State. It's time for Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream is the name of the show that occurs on the Comedy Pipe Network. Comedy Pipe is a network. It's a website, but it's a network. Anyway, so listen to Pipe Dream. You'll like it. You'll be glad that you did. Say hello to 3D. He's the host. His friends call him 3D. And his co-hosts are Jefferson and Joe Green. There you go. They didn't forget my plug. I'm doing good. I like this new format. Half an hour. I'm in. I'm out. I talk fast. I'm energetic. I don't fall asleep. It's great. Take care. Bye.